Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another opportunity to meet as we are meeting now. We give you glory, we give you praise. We ask, Lord, that you speak to our hearts. We pray, Lord, that you will meet us at the point of need and that, Lord, your name will be glorified by that which we shall be hearing from you. This we ask, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to read three portions of Scripture. John chapter 5, verse 19. John chapter 5, verse 30. And Mark chapter 1, verse 35 to 38. John 5, 19. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. John chapter 5, verse 30. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Finally, I want to read Mark chapter 1, verse 35 to 38. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 to 38. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. May the Lord bless the of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. We have seen that Jesus said that he does nothing except he prays. For example, he said in John chapter 5 verse 19 that he can do nothing of himself except what he sees the Father do. That is what he does. And then in Mark chapter 1, we read that he woke up a while back and went to pray. And when they came to find him and told him that some people were looking for him, instead of going to meet the people who were looking for him, he told them that we have to go to the next towns because we need to go and preach there also. We can sum all of this together and see that there was nothing that Jesus was doing except he prayed and received instructions from the Father. So today I want to speak briefly on the subject that prayer must be a priority. Prayer must be a priority. The first thing we need to note is that prayer is how we talk to God. And if you are a child of God, you must be speaking with your Father every day. It is in this place of prayer that we receive instructions from God. It was in this place of prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ received instructions on the next town and village to go to. So even though there were many people waiting for him back in Peter's house, he ignored them and went to the next town. Why? That was where the father had instructed him to go to next. Many times we spend a lot of time planning what we are going to do. But instead of planning, what we should be doing is praying. Because God is the one that has the master plan. Our own is to pray that master plan into existence. Prayer breaks down our rebellion and our resistance against the word of God. So when we pray, we are making ourselves able and willing to do the will of God. As we spend time in prayer in the presence of God, we are not just able to do His will, we are also now able to pray that will to come to pass. 
And as we pray for the will of God to come to pass, he then gives us the instructions that we need to carry out so that that will can indeed take place. For example, God had told Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 that his descendants will be slaves in Egypt for 400 years before he comes to deliver them. And when it was time to get Israel into Egypt, God made it possible for them to go through Joseph who was sent in there as a slave. All that happened at that time were in accordance with the plan of God. Abraham did not try to work out how they will get to Egypt. He just surrendered and submitted everything into the hands of God. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 15 verse 18 that known unto God are all his works from the beginning. God has a master plan and he brings us into that plan so that we can carry out his plan. It is like an architect who wants to put up a building. The architect has the plan. But he then brings the builders into the plan so that the builders can make the building to stand. No matter how expert the builders are, they still need the plan to be able to build what the architect wants built. So even if you are the best evangelist in the world, you need to know where God wants you to go to and evangelize the people that God wants you to evangelize. God has the plan of who he wants evangelized. He knows when he wants them evangelized and he knows how he wants them evangelized and who he wants to go to that place. It is in the place of prayer that we are able to now say, this is what God wants us to do. It is in the place of prayer that we get our instructions to carry out the plan of God. If we are going to be a part of the plan of God, we must be praying for that plan to come to pass and for us to play our role in the plan. Indeed, without prayer, we should not do anything at all because every venture that you want to do must be the plan of God. If you are trying to do something on your own, you may not need to pray. But if what you want to do is the work of God, then you must pray. In the book of Acts, we read, about how Paul, after finishing with Galatia, wanted to go into Bithynia, but the Holy Spirit said no. And then he also wanted to go to Ephesus, and the Holy Spirit said no at that time. But that night, in a dream, in a vision, Paul saw a man putting on Macedonian clothing and saying to him, come to Macedonia and help us. And by that, it became clear to Paul that God wanted him to go to Macedonia at that time. So it is important that we are engaged in prayer before we step out to do anything whatsoever. When Joshua wanted to attack Jericho, he had a plan until he met the Lord on the plains of Jericho. And the Lord gave him the instruction on how Jericho was going to fall. If Joshua had used his own plan, he would not have succeeded. But it was the plan of God that he implemented that made Jericho to fall. So all that we are saying is that we must make prayer a priority. Prayer must be a priority over preaching. Prayer must be a priority over church service. Like the Lord Jesus Christ said, you and I should be able to say, we cannot do anything unless we have heard from God. So I want to challenge us and I want to advise us from now on 
let us make prayer our number one priority. From now on, when we wake up in the morning, let us talk to God first. And then he will give us the direction on what he wants us to do for that day. And at the end of the day, we also go back to God in prayer and say, Lord, this is what we have done that you told us to do. Did we do it well? Or is there something that we missed? And God will tell us his approval or disapproval of what we have done. So let us make prayer our priority from now on. God bless you.